The dog's name was Traco. I'm Justin. The cheese carts are too pointy. I'm Sam. I got a great idea. I'm a dragon hunter. You're a dragon. Let's make some money. I'm Jackie, and this is Dragonheart on Stinka Madness. Uh, I like that you uh, broke the formula that Sam and I were working on. You do do it. Uh, it was give too. Us... It was too obvious to go with you the Draco it. voice. The Draco voice. The Sean Connery. Do your best, Sean Connery, Jackie, right okay, now. Okay. Okay. I can see on boobies. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good, actually. <laughs> I mean, I thought he was here for a second. <laughs> My second choice would have been to do. Uh, Dennis Quaid's terrible Batman voice in right, the movie. Right. Hi, I'm Dennis Quaid. They didn't let me be Batman. I, I don't know why. Because <laughs> I had a dragon tongue up my butt for a whole scene. <laughs> All right, we'll get to that. Uh, this is Sneaker Madness, a podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin. With me are always Sam and Jackie. Uh, you will now refer to me as Queen Jackie. Um, sorry? Queen Jackie for the rest of my life. Don't think I will. Now, I think so. No. I think I've earned it. I mean, I did a yard sale this weekend, listeners, um, and I made like $500 in one day. Uh, I think you, I think that that classifies me as royalty and rich as fuck. I'm not real sure if you're qualified to declare how a monarchy works, but clearly you're not uh, up to snuff on... Uh, queen of the yard sale, monarchy. Yeah, okay, you can be the queen of yard sales. Great. Um, Sam? Queen of this podcast. Sam, this is Dragonheart, uh, currently streaming on nothing. Uh, we typically try to uh, get streaming movies since uh, everybody doesn't have access to a video store anymore. But I'm guessing that a lot of our listeners had seen this movie when it came out. Now, going to you, was this a success or was it a flop? I don't know what you're talking about not streaming. How would I have watched it? Uh, I I thought looked it up on Just Watch and I saw that it was uh, not available uh, for free. You had to rent it. Nope. Huh, I watched it, it on? free on Peacock. Peacock. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what is Peacock? <laughs> the Peacock is NBC's thing. And I, I'm gonna, I know what, I, I know I what Peacock a, is. I got a Just fucking bone to it. pick already. Yeah. Every other streaming service that's free bullshit that you have to sign up for, you just fucking let you gloss over it like everything else. These motherfuckers wanted my full name and my zip code wow. before I could watch the goddamn movie. It took 22 minutes to get this shit to roll. And I was, I was miffed. Did you have to do like a a survey of like how many people live in your house? Do you have a type OEO blood? Not you ever quite that anyone? bad, <laughs> but it was like, wow, this is really specific to try to mine my data that really all you're ever going to find out now because I hate you and I'm never watching anything again on your service is that you're going to be able to sell my data that I watched Dragonheart. Right, right. Oh, that's going to be a cash cow. And my zip code. And they had to confirm my account via email before I watched a free movie. And then that's when they asked me for my personal data. And I was just like, oh, God damn it. This could have been in the this could have been in the email. You're just stringing me out, stringing me out. So, you know, now all of the things that you see on your Amazon feed are going to be about dragons, (laughs) except for it was on Peacock. Yeah, but they're going to sell his information like Facebook and, and Amazon. Oh, and yeah. Gonna be like, Facebook's going to really be able to target some marketing towards him. Yeah, when I did it on my Xbox, too. So now when I <laughs> fire up my Xbox, which I barely use for anything other than this podcast, 
it'll be like, do you want to watch Parks and Rec? And I'm like, uh, no, maybe, but no, I can't right now. I, mean, I have to watch the movie for the podcast because this is all I use this device for. Okay, back to the movie itself. What was the uh, what success or flop? Success. Wow. Okay. Okay. Fifty-seven million budget, which is high. Yeah. For nineteen ninety-six. Yeah, five six. It was sort of one of those on the cusp movies. This okay. is also a movie that I should have seen at the theater, but I didn't. I was like, oh, I think I passed on this for guarding Tess, mm. which is a fine film if you've never seen it. Sure. Uh, but yeah, it made 115 against 57, Okay, which is really good, especially for a Raffaella De Laurentiis movie. Yeah, exactly. I was going to ask a question at the end that I'm not, I'm just going to get rid of right now, or is this her best produced movie? And it's not. It's just not because... Even though I'm not counting Conan because that's got Dino's name on it and not hers. She's just mm-hmm. on board. She was exec on Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow, which is a better movie by far. And this yeah. is, I, I didn't think it was that good. It was just like, wow, this is extremely competent filmmaking for Rafaela de Laurentiis. Yeah, and somebody in, in, in today's modern society may go back and look at this and be like, oh, God, Drago looks terrible. And he does. Um, I it's, thought he it's, pretty good. It's not Jurassic Park. By any means, uh, the mat work is not good. But for 1996, when we didn't have, you know, if you're not, she's not Steven Spielberg. Let's let's just say it. Uh, he's not bad. Well, it's also riddled with decisions that Raffaello would make to cause it to be not as good as it could have been. Of course, of course. Uh, originally, this thing took almost 10 years to make, at least eight, maybe nine. You have... Uh, Patrick Reed Johnson, who is the director and producer of Spaced Invaders, which is one of my most hated films. Mm-hmm. It's got Howie from uh, The Fall Guy as the main star. Okay. How did that not work, right? <laughs> he and Charles Edward Pogue, it's actually uh, Patrick Reed Johnson's idea, but he and Charles Edward Pogue write this script, which is they sort of sold as Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Dragon. Ugh. So it is mo- it's supposed to be more like they were in cahoots the whole time, whereas it just sort of they become friends a little too fast in this movie, say. Mm. I don't know. This guy's been alone for 12 years. Yeah. And he finally has a little bit of a pal. I- I'm not doubting it. And Draco's pretty cool. So they pitched it and they it was take picked up based on that. Like, OK, this is going to be interesting, whatever. Uh Somehow they get Creature Shop on board to, or they get people on board enough to pay Creature Shop. And I believe that there was at least one claw that Creature Shop made. Mm-hmm. And probably the concept drawings were melded, say, to get yeah. the ILM dragon that happens later. But they, Creature Shop did a lot of work. They actually had to open up a new space to make a model this big. And some of the producers, probably including Raphael, I couldn't find her name on this one specifically, but it's a decision that she would make because I like throwing her under the bus. <laughs> um, they saw the test footage that is specifically for the people making the models to see how they can make it move under certain camera situations. And they thought the movie would look like the test footage mm. because they're morons. Right. Well, that's, so that's, they basically ditch the idea like, well, it's going to look like a home video if we hire these Henson guys. These guys don't know what they're doing. Yeah. 
I wonder like, if, uh, if uh, not to go back to Jurassic Park, but I wonder if that had some influence on it because I did just watch a documentary about Jurassic Park and the model work was done way before CGI even got involved. Like the original plan for Jurassic Park wasn't even to have any CGI. It was all models and uh, stop motion was the original plan. And then some guy at ILM was like, let's see if I can do something here. And he built a skeleton in inside of a, a program. And then uh, he built a, a walking animation of the T-Rex. And yeah. uh, they were like, holy crap, that's just a skeleton. And it's that smooth. The walking looks that good. And so they then they meshed it and textured it. And then uh, Steven Spielberg was like, yeah, model work guy. Sorry, but the, you're fired. The, the basis of that skeleton which originally was just called parenting hierarchy and animation and the work that he did on that sort of revolutionized everything like that's where cgi takes a boom even when i was taking Lightwave in college they were like you have to look at this this is the starting point of everything you can grab one of these preset skeletons but we're you're going to spend three weeks how learning how to do what this guy figured out on his own mm -hmm. and it took us two weeks to do it on our own with his fucking blueprint i mean the guy right. was great i think it was phil tippett right but so i wonder if, the, if that's what they did here is if that was some sort of inspiration where you're talking about the creature shop and then they were like well let's get the cgi in anyways was this probably nipping at jurassic parks parks heels the entire time was creature shop originally working on jurassic park probably mm -hmm. and in fact what happens is is that they see jurassic park and they're like we can do dragon heart with this and they go to ilm and they're like how much is this going to cost and ilm gives them the estimate and they said we have to leave now wait no Raphael's our producer and ilm's like oh okay well it's going to look like shit but we'll do it for half that price no Raphaela was actually standing on one of their desks peeing on it and screaming <laughs> obscenities and then they came up with a lower number <laughs> and then they took the t-rex and just did a quick and dirty add some crap to it mm -hmm. that probably looked way worse than the creature shop test footage. But because they knew what Jurassic Park looked like, they saw just this little snippet of it and they're like, yes, what can you do for 23 or for, you know, $20 million. Mm -hmm. And they're like, um, not a lot, which is why there are some models left for some of the shots and there's a lot of static shots of the dragon and the dragon only appears even in reduced form for 23 minutes of screen time. Yeah. In a one hour and 44 minute film or 49 mm -hmm. minute film. Really? I thought he was there for way more than that. That's, no. That's crazy. They stretched him. His, his character is in the scene a lot, but man, there is a lot of time where it's, Dennis Quaid and Dina Meyer and the villain. I can't remember his, uh, the actor's name, just jabbering with, with the, the dragon in the scene. And you hear Sean Connery's voice, but you don't actually see Draco. Well, David Thewlis, one of my favorite actors. Okay. Uh, anyway, beyond some of that nonsense, uh, originally you have Patrick Reed Johnson, who was like, early on well this guy Liam Neeson he's up and coming I think he would be a really good choice for Bowen producers I won't name Raffaella specifically <laughs> even though I am insinuating it is her uh -huh. say no one would buy that guy as an action hero right so guess who they call 
Dennis? Robin Williams. Oh, Robin Williams. <laughs> uh, he had clown vagina. He had clown vagina. Yes. Robin Williams had clown vagina. <laughs> yes. Patch Adams. Clown. He acted like a clown in vagina. the pediatrics ward. And when he was greeting the gynecologist association, he had um, the entrance with legs that led into a vagina. So clown vagina. Um. All right. It's a okay. thing. Yeah. I'll allow it. Mm, all right. Yeah. This is. I'm so, on yeah, the day. Yeah, we can tell. <laughs> Sam, please talk. Let's go. So they approach Robin Williams, who really wants to do the dragon, and they're like, "No, we need you for the action hero." And he's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they found this Liam Neeson's guy, he's like as tall as an oak tree, uh-huh. chiseled out of stone. He's like a young Sean Connery. We're like, nobody's going to buy that guy as an action hero. We need you to do it. And he's, he's like, got a natural bat voice, too. He didn't have to fake it. He doesn't have to fake it. Right? <sighs> uh, Williams this is coming is out. from a guy who doesn't even like Liam Neeson that much. I like him fine. I just <laughs> you think liked that him he better is... than Dennis Quaid? Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, I don't hate... I've never hated Liam Neeson. I've just thought that, like... He was really just, you know, throwing good money after bad, good money after bad with these uh, DTV action picks. Like mm-hmm. I wanted him to go out a little stronger than that. Uh, I see. Like him and Antonio Banderas, especially after Antonio Banderas has done some really fine work in the serious roles. It's like quit doing these DTV action movies, jackass. They suck. In the nine years that it takes to make this and decisions like we should get Robin Williams to be our action star, eventually they will settle on Dennis Quaid and Sean Connery. Directors, however, were a real problem. They had Kenneth Branagh attached for a really long mm, time. Wow. They got Richard Donner to do a lot of the pre-production work. Wow. Who finally was like, Raffaella, I'm, you know, again, her name is never you know mentioned. She's really good at uh, covering her tracks, too, I think. <laughs> He's like, you know what? Fuck off. And, uh. So, because univer- it's a universal picture, they're like, well, we've got this guy that we've been kicking around a lot, uh, Rob Cohen, who will eventually, of course, go on to do such films as The First Fast and the Furious, mm-hmm. uh, Hurricane Heist, Daylight, Daylight, yeah, Triple yeah. X, Triple X, <laughs> the things I'm going to do for my country. And she's like, Dynamite, this guy's big stuff. I like it. Fuck Branna. Fuck Donner. What have they ever done, Goonies and Superman? <laughs> right. he also, Shakespeare. The movie he directed before this was uh, Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. So maybe somebody saw some potential. I don't think that's a very she, good movie, but actually, it's at I least something. He, she produced that, too. I think she handpicked Cohen, to be yeah. honest. But Cohen was her man. I got no problems with Rob Cohen. I'm going to be real honest. He does. They ask for the schlock. He gives them the schlock. Mm-hmm. And we've discussed that he was able to, you know, sort of clean up that uh, point break script and turn it into something decent. Yeah. Other than Fast and the Furious, um, that has a reputation because of all the other silly movies. But you go back and watch that one with an open mind. You're like, this is a solid cop movie. Like, no silly business at all in it. It is just a straight up cop movie. And I was so like... When I after we watched this, I looked up Rob Cohen just to make sure I knew what his things was, and I was like, he directed that. I thought it was a John Singleton movie. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Uh, 
But uh, yeah, he did a good job on that. Yeah, I mean, it was good enough to launch an eight film franchise right. and some like octopus limbs. <laughs> I feel like I've read an interview with Rob Cohen where he talks about like he's really just wanted to make crime pictures his mm-hmm. whole career and just they keep putting him in shit like this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the writer, Charles Edward Pogue, was a little miffed at how far a departure they made from the original script. However, because of their the long production hell it went through and their rights and they held on to everything, he got to write the novelization. And so his FU was he used the screenplay as the basis for his novelization. And it, it, it uh, differs considerably to the uh, movie, I guess. Hmm. If anyone cares to go read that, I doubt anyone does. Can you even find a copy? Yeah, I'd like to. Um, I'm kind of surprised that this wasn't a novel to begin with. All of the Aragon and or Aragorn, Gone, what's that? Whatever that other dragon movie is, I thought it just it feels like there was source material that they ignored on this. I don't know. There's some of it that is obviously like we can make a dragon now. Let's do it. <coughs> And they were just thinking of that with the sort of advances in stop motion when they came up with this and model work and like things are really looking good. The For the most part, they're just stealing shit from Lord of the Rings, like mm-hmm. the getting shot by the uh, ballista and falling into the lake and the whole thing. So yeah. I think that's the source material is the Hobbit. But then Harry Potter steals Draco. Malfoy. Malfoy. Draco. That stinks. A dragon family. Oh, they're a dragon family? Well, they're from the Serpent House. Well, that's not dragon. But that's pretty close. Okay. All right. Uh, I do have a question for Jackie after this. Um, there was exhaustive efforts, including hundreds, if not thousands, of still photographs taken of Sean Connery making faces. And they used footage of his soundstage work in order to seamlessly match the dragon to Sean Connery. Jackie, does the dragon look like Sean Connery? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm just going to go with a big old solid no there. Um, I, but I, like I said before, I liked the, the dragon. I thought he looked pretty good. Even today, I think he still looks pretty good. Mm. But I don't think that he resembles Sean Connery at all. No. I feel like the thing that they used the most to model this dragon, especially its motion, was a kitty cat. Yeah. It looks like a kitty cat that had a kid with a horny toad that could fly. I don't know what the heck you're talking about, Jackie, but he looks good. The the bad mat work aside and the the plasticness of him, uh, all that aside, I think the model's bad. Like, the body isn't terrible. The wings are fine. The legs are fine. Claws are fine. His face is like a duck, like a cartoon duck. No, he looks stupid. I think he's supposed to be funny. He's not supposed to be funny. He's burninating the countryside. You you stack well, him next to say the, the dragons from uh, a crappy movie that comes out next year, uh, uh, Rain of Fire. Uh, very stupid movie. Dragons look good. Uh, and the dragons from Game of Thrones or what's another recent dragon movie that we just um, had? Chi. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, that dragon was awesome. Uh, Shang Chi. But this guy looks like a Smaug. Freaking, yeah, Smaug. 
These... What's wrong with Smaug? No, no, Smaug, Smaug looks, looks awesome. awesome. Like Smaug people was... that love dragons saw Smaug that first time, and they got dragon boners that exploded and sent them to the hospital. He looks like a, a normal dragon that was flying too fast and went straight into his wall and smashed his face, like pancaked his face. His face is too small. Well, it kind of does make him look like a dog. I disagree with Sam. It's not a cat. I think he is more of a dog, but he's got a cat's tail because he's got a lethal tail. With There's a scene in the movie where he's pouncing and rolling around around uh, Bowen. It's a cat playing. Mm-hmm. It's a kitty cat. Every time I saw him like puff his chest out and do his little head shake, I'm like, that's our cat monkey. Our cat monkey is on TV. The other thing, I don't know if you guys noticed, he never breathes fire. He snots fire, but he never, like, smogs out and goes, and blows fire out of his mouth. Yeah, he does. Nope, when not. he's trying to threaten the nope. villagers. Nope, that's all out of his nostril. Yep, nostrils. It was actually in the IMDb trivia that, like, I don't know why someone cared, but Justin did, too. I do. He's a dragon. He's not intimidating at all. Like... And he can be. It's not like the character. It's not like he's um, uh, Gilgamesh or Gilgamesh, whatever that goop poop monster was. Um, he's not a monster, bud. He is a monster. So basically, what's so scary about shooting out your nostrils is that he's cooking up the snot balls at the same time. Yep. So when he's out there breathing, if you just happen to be running, it's like a mercy killing because he'll hit you with a snot ball first, mm -hmm. knock you out, and then you burn in the fire. Right. And uh, thus implying that his his uh, snot is like uh, napalm because it his snot exists in this movie. He sneezes in uh, Dennis Quaid's face and Dennis Quaid gets uh, unignited napalm all over him. That's how the dragons work. Flaming snot. Proof yeah, he uses it as, <laughs> as bombs because yep. he like... Shots little snot balls and they blow up. It is actually napalm snot. You are <sighs> correct. I don't like Draco. I'm sorry, honey. I think Draco sucks. Uh, Sam, you got anything else? That's it. Sam, I'm going to ask you one question. Uh, sure. Did you get a Carol Cole feeling to this whole production? Um... No, it was a little too good for Carol Cole. Yeah. Okay, fine. Uh, it is a Paramount. Oh. I, just, I did forget to mention one thing okay, uh, that's fairly important, I think. The score by Randy Edelman's you've heard a thousand times because NBC beats it like a dead horse and the Oscars use it for people walking down the aisles. Da, 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 da. You know what I'm talking about? Is, yep. That's this movie? Yeah. Huh. That's the best thing that came out of this was they... Uh, they still use it for the Olympics and the Oscars. Uh, NBC still uses uh, the theme song to Briscoe County Jr. for the Olympics as well. <laughs> yeah, and the Indianapolis 500 still uses the theme song to the Delta Force because they know what <laughs> badass is. So I had a question, though, um, and Sam, you might not be able to answer me, but where is Dennis Quaid in his career at this point? I believe this is the part where it really goes into the shitter. Yeah. <laughs> This is the leadoff. Um, he was still married to Meg Ryan at this point. So I think, I think 96, he's still a heartthrob um, doing romantic movies and like, you know, panty dropper type jobbers. But this is definitely, oops, bad call. This is the bad call that sort of puts him into hiatus until 
what is the one with uh, him and Topher Grace where he's like the aging salesman and Topher Grace is the new, the, and he's marrying his daughter or some shit like that and they work at the same place? I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, that was supposed to be a comeback movie for Quaid. I don't know if he really came back or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I will. I do have an interesting bit of trivia now that you mentioned uh, Meg Ryan. Apparently, when they were shooting in Slovenia... Dennis Quaid, the diva, found the food to be unsuitable, <laughs> so he would fly to Paris for dinner with his wife. I refuse to eat borscht one more time. <laughs> I'm getting nachos. Now, what I got out of that was his wife was such a bitch that she wouldn't even go to Slovenia. She was waiting in Paris like, look, I'll get us a table. Wait, waiting? It's Meg no, Ryan she, in 1996. She's working hard yeah, she, still. She's American she was shooting. French kiss with Kevin Klein, and uh, apparently Quaid would hustle up onto that set for dinners. <laughs> good for him. No, not good for him. What a jerk. <laughs> He's a di- you're call- absolutely right. He is a diva. I refuse. Um, all right, let's do this. Dragon Heart. Uh, the year is 1984. I, I mean, 984 AD. Wait, I'll bring you in. Okay. Okay. I already came in, so. Okay, keep going. Uh, And it's a not magical world, but they do have dragons. Uh, Apparently, there's several, maybe. I wouldn't say many. Okay, cut. Uh, (laughs) But there's several dragons, at least. I will say that there has to be in the 20s because of how many... Dragon teeth. Kate uh, Quaid has on his shield halfway through the movie. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's good. Uh, I, I think that's a fair estimate. Uh, we also will be able to make some determinations about uh, dragon population at the end of this movie. Um, but uh, we've got uh, a king. We don't know his name. He's just King Dad, and he's a bad king. Uh, he's an oppressor and and slaughterer of peasants. And you know, give me all of your uh, your money for. I guess it's not tithe, it's tax. What does a king do? They don't tax. They don't send out a tax man and say, all right, let me check your form G92. They just come in and take your coins. They tax you. They call it tax. Okay. This is your. There's tithings, there's fiefdoms, there's all that. But this is supposed to be 984 in England. Mm-hmm. These are supposed to be like, there's some of the descendant. Uh, Bowen is supposed to be the descendant of a knight of the round table. Oh, okay. All right. And then they've got the king who's like, Bad King Cock Dad or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you know he's a cock because he's wearing his. He's had his crown, his royal crown, made to wear over his war helmet. Well, you know he's he's the type of king that's willing to get his hands dirty. I mean, not all kings ride out front battle of, to to murder the peasants themselves. They just send out he, the sheriff of Nottingham to do that. No, he's not out front. In fact, like I don't want to skip ahead, but there's like a king trap, and it's sprung by his own fucking. <laughs> fancy and hubris right he like waits for the people that are really heavy lifters that shouldn't be fighting peasants to really just murder the shit out of the peasants Uh and then he prances in on his horse and starts like lighting their village on fire like look at me and he's doing it slowly and very pronounced he's a real cock yeah yeah like uh like it's fine dining you know like he took etiquette classes on how to light a peasant's house on fire like it's very dainty doop Here's some flame for you, and here's some flame for you, 
And no, your peasants are all dead. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's an idiot. Um, because, and, and we should mention that Bowen, Dennis Quaid's character, is a, a swordsman trainer to the the, the prince, uh, who is a, a weird, real butthole. Yeah, a weird looking weirdo kid. Yeah, he's a real butthole, this one. But uh, I will and they're say, watching this whole thing go down. Well, they're not. Yeah, they they're are. They're fencing on top of a hill. They don't no, see it. No, we're skipping that. Um, but I will say, in defense of this movie... They got a weird-looking kid to play the prince in mm. the beginning, and then they got a real weird-looking dude that looked just like him to play him 12 years later. Okay. It was a really good casting call. I'm just saying, gentlemen. All right. All right. Two lo- weird-looking gingers. I think he just looks like a British man. <laughs> oh, yeah. With no... I like his front teeth are welded together with grossness. Okay. Just looks like a normal dude to me. Um, anyways, so, uh, yeah, so they're sitting there watching this, and the prince is like, I want to go down there and help my dad. And the the Bowen's like, no, dude, he's murdering peasants. You're better than that. And the kid's like, I am really not. I 100% promise you I am not a good kid. I don't know what you see in me, um, but I appreciate your sentiment. Uh, I really want to go down there and murder guys. And Bowen's like, no, 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 no. The honor, the the knights, uh, the code of the old ways or whatever the hell his deal is. Yeah, but Falcon yeah. Man is up there going, hey, your dad is down there slaughtering and raping mm-hmm. women. Uh, you should probably come on down. Yeah, let's let's well, show you the hey, ways to be king. Falcon Man, let's, it's Brian goddamn Thompson. <laughs> Falcon Man. Yeah, Brian Thompson's character in this movie was uh, a little bit uh, underdeveloped. Like, why is he a Falcon Man? He doesn't use the Falcon at any other point in time. Is he the hand of the king or is he just like the king's guard? What, I mean, what? who is Brian Thompson in this film? Yeah, they really like they they plucked a gem out of the sky and then they, they just covered it in luster and tarnish. Uh-huh. Brian Thompson's probably on set going. I thought they knew that they were hiring me, Brian Thompson, and they could get some real wacky shit out of me and my muscles and all that. And they're like, no, we don't want any Brian Thompson, even though we hired you. After this, he's a missed opportunity in these Swords and Sandals movies. He was like, oh my gosh, I never thought of Brian Thompson being like a a heavy for a king. That's a really good call. And then they totally underutilized him. And the whole town of Hollywood under you, like... I never thought of Brian Thompson as a heavy in fill in the blank and right. then think about it and go, yeah. nope, that would work great. Yeah. That guy's awesome. You know, you remember the uh, the red haired guy in uh, Willow, uh, Mardigan's friend that kind of doesn't like him, but is his friend at the same time. Like that type of role for Brian Thompson. That would have been awesome. Swords. Oh, yeah. Eric. Tough guy. Yeah. Eric. Yeah, it would have been great. Um, what the hell, guys? So anyways, uh, so the king's down there, and he's doing his little dainty burning thing, and then they set the trap, the the peasant trap, and they surround him, and the kid's like, Daddy, and runs down there, and the king gets torn off his horse, and uh, they mob justice him pretty good. Yeah, they, they stab. They, they cut short of what, you know, happens in apparently, as I've read in human history, where they usually like one guy will cut off his penis mm-hmm. and then run around screaming, I have the king's penis. And you're like, <laughs> why would you do that? But that apparently has happened a lot. Um, Here it is. <laughs> and then they toss it to the children that are playing out. You know, they were playing soccer, but now it's a time for a little game of king's dick. <laughs> yeah. I've got it. Throw it to me. (laughs) 
Hacky sack with the king's dick. <laughs> oh my god, I've got more blood on my shoe than you. That means I've had the king's dick more. Right. <laughs> oh man, humans are awful things. <laughs> oh yeah. So he's getting he gets stabbed up real nice mm-hmm. and then uh a girl in a helmet <laughs> falls oh. out of a hut. And bumps into the king's son, who then is mortally wounded by the edge of a cheese cart. I mean... Let's back up a little bit here. King's son runs down, sees that his dad's penis has been ripped off, Uh and is now a hacky sack. Yeah. And he's like, this crown is mine and he takes it off of his dad's head and his dad like kind of revives and he's like that's mine yeah they get in a little scuffle yeah and his son's like die you bastard it's my turn and then immediately stands up and then gets bumped like sam says into the cheese cart and dies meanwhile bowen's up on the hill going boy that kid sure has got a good heart he's down there taking care of his dad and the kid's like give me that crown you bastard but the best part is that the son gets killed by Buckethead. By a Buckethead, yeah. We thought Dar's village was dangerous. How come this place just has sharp, pointy edges to their cheese carts? <laughs> it's not that pointy, and it's a cheese cart. He is mortally wounded by it because he is a dandy. Oh, man, I laughed my ass off. And, like, there's no call for it. She just falls out of a hut and bonks into him like you think comedy's going to ensue where they both fall to the ground and look in each other's eyes and she's like you're the prince oh i'm my liege and uh he's like don't worry you have kind eyes and then they fall in love or something no he gets bonked to death but at this point wouldn't you also think that the villagers would know that the son is a dickhead as well right he's like 14 or something yeah. at this point they get know him that- too yeah they know he's a dick so why is she standing there? She should have chopped off his penis and thrown it to the hacky sackers. Yeah, we could have Prince Penis Chess. <laughs> well, she's remorseful. She sees him bump into the cheese cart, which I actually had to notice like the second time I was like, what is on there? And I'm like, that is, I thought it was like bread or something, mm-hmm. which I think would have been more menacing, <laughs> like a bread rack. <laughs> a bread rack, I think is more menacing. But the second time the shot's in there, I see wheels of cheese. And I was like. He just got killed by a fucking cheese cart. <laughs> you're not gonna. And you're not gonna move on. She's watching him, and she's like, "It's her, her first act of val- violence and mm-hmm. malice, and she feels bad in her heart, and that's why she doesn't like rip his penis off and throw it to the other children because <laughs> she actually has a heart and she's remorseful. But she and is gonna like, open up a Hickory Farm store <laughs> later. It just gives she's her also a, a little idea. bit puzzled by the fact that he was mortally wounded by a cheese cart. Right. <laughs> Huh. Well, Death Machine was just sitting there this whole time. Huh. I never noticed. Um, all right. So Bowen grabs him and uh, they ride to the King's Castle, wherever that is. There's no towns in this movie. Um, and they take him upstairs to his mom. And mommy's like, oh, there's nothing we can do for him. And wait, no, there's one thing. So they take him then to the lava caves where the dragon lives. And they stick him on the altar, and and Bowen's like, dude, you got to do us a solid, Dragon Bro. I know that we haven't always been on the best of terms, but um, this kid's dying, and he's got a heart of gold. I swear to God, he's like the nicest kid I've ever met, and the kid is like, I fucking hate you, Bowen. (laughs) 
mom, you've always been a fucking bitch to me. No, nope, no, nope, I don't hear too. anything about him saying anything negative. He's a he's a joyous little precious child, and we love him very much. Save him, dragon, and the dragon's like, okay. Uh, so he's got to swear a vow to never be a dick. Um, he's got to treat people nice with respect and show mercy as a king and rule for the people and not himself and also maybe it's time we all start thinking about democracy i know it's early but uh, since i'm gonna go on this whole you know how to be a good king thing you know it says that people have a voice and they're like okay swear swear to it dragon or guy kid stupid kid the kid's like i'll do it sounds good man this is what I love the best. I'm like, oh my god, the dragon has been so fucking long-winded that the thing is he's died. <laughs> There's no bringing this little fucker back. Also, we should get rid of the feudal system and uh, maybe maybe try, you know, uh, some modern currency. <laughs> let's, let's unify yeah. our currency. Dennis Quaid is like. Damn you, dragon, your monologuing has killed this boy. And he's like, sorry, I don't get a lot of visitors. <laughs> and so the dragon's like, oh, don't worry about that. I have kids die on me all the time. It's cool. Uh, and then he does something. It's so vague what he does until it's exposition to us later. But I guess he rips open his own chest and pulls out half his heart and slaps it into this dumb kid and then, like, cauterizes the wound and says, oh, he's good to go. I think maybe... It like has it. to be just just I like the smallest piece of his heart. Because if you put the dragon heart inside the kid, it would, like, be spilling out of right. his skin and his back and his hips. Like, That'd the kid awesome. wouldn't make it. Yeah. You yeah. can't fit that in there. That's what I was going to say. It's got to be, like, a quarter of a quarter of this dragon heart. Nope, it's half my heart. Well, then you were a small-hearted bastard to begin with. I'm sorry, sir, but you were asking for a diabolical butthole. Uh, maybe uh, his heart is like the TARDIS. You know, you pull it out and you can make it however. I guess that's not the TARDIS. Whatever. Um, maybe it's a hardest, and he's like only looking for a hardest beat. <laughs> maybe what the dragon was really like concerned Don about. Johnson. Yeah, Don Johnson. Maybe what the dragon was really concerned about, right, is that he was like, did his penis get ripped off in the fight? Because <laughs> there's no coming back from that. I got to I pause this on talking about what we're supposed to be talking about. Don Johnson cast as Bowen better or worse than Dennis Quaid. Um, They're the same person, so I say equal. I'm going to go Dennis Quaid still. I think Don Johnson would have been more fun for me. I think it would have. Uh, yeah, fun factor, because... You don't get uh, Don Johnson didn't exactly have an illustrious uh, movie career. It would have been fun because he's kind of a cheese ball. But Dennis Quaid and John Johnson to me are the same person. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, didn't Dennis Quaid have a band? Like I don't know. Didn't he? Bruce I don't really Willow? know. Like my whole love affair, or sort of um, when I liked Dennis Quaid was the movie Inner Space. Yeah, and. I can't think of other stuff that I liked him in. Uh, Joss besides 3D, that, D D D, and as um, an adult, maybe and, no, he was terrible. Oh yeah, he's terrible in Inner Space too. Uh, Dreamscape was also he's terrible in it. But oh it yeah, that's a bad one. Yeah, it's a fun movie. Um, okay, anyways, 
Uh, so he's good now. The kid's like, uh, I'm better. And they take him out of there. And the first thing, like, he's not even down the mountain from the dragon's cave. He's just made a vow to not be a douche. His life has been saved. And he's such a, such a wanker that he's like, uh, see that castle up there? Uh, I want to kill a bunch of people making a vanity project. Let's get started today. I'm feeling good. <laughs> like, the very first thing, it's not like, oh, I need some rest. Get me to the castle and we'll uh, uh, get the council together or anything like that. And we'll we'll see who we can go murder next. No, it's immediately I want a huge phallic symbol on top of that mountain dedicated to me. He hasn't even been inaugurated. No, he's still like technically the king. Take a week off before you be a dick. <laughs> Have a feast. Yeah, like, you know, let people love you a little bit. Yeah, uh, throw you know, wave at the wave it. Stand on your balcony and do that stupid wave thing that you have to do when you're the king. Do that before you start issuing like, let's enslave the people so I can have a vanity project. Ease into it. <laughs> well, in his defense, he needs a vanity project because nobody's going to look at him in the vanity. In the, look at him in the vanity. The vanity mirror. <sighs> he breaks too many. Okay. All right. You want to try it again? Like maybe do something different <laughs> on that one? <laughs> no. Because it doesn't it just work. just was so terrible. Just leave it in. Okay. Let's All right. just go. So uh, <laughs> they go down to, uh, I guess it's 12 years later. Is it 12 years? No, it's not. Um they go to burn out some of of eyeballs of the peasants like step one they capture the rebellion people and they're like uh hey burn out that dude's eyeballs and he's like no i love my eyeballs and then um bowen comes down and he frees those guys and the king's like how dare you and bowen's like no how dare you pulls him off his horse wrestles him to the ground he's like you were supposed to be cool i know you're still a good guy be a good guy dude don't burn out eyeballs and then he gives him a big hug, like, you're my bro. I love you, son. You're not my dad. Get out of here. <laughs> I honestly kind of thought, like, throw him over a rock and spank him. Yeah. He's still young enough. Embarrass him really badly. You're, you're that sweet little and boy. And hot guy doesn't do anything. He's just like, oh, my God, my king's getting the business. But I got a hawk on my shoulder, so I can't help yeah, you. Yeah, nobody stops Bowen. Like, I don't. You can't do that to the king. Even if he is a little dick. Yeah, I don't think... I think the movie's telling us that no one stops Bowen because they're all afraid of him. Um, that is not the case later in the movie, though. So, yes, but no. Um, anyways, let's move on. So, uh, Bowen goes to the, up to the dragon's cave, and he's like, Damn you, dragon! I will hunt you to the ends of the earth! for my vengeance wait what <laughs> yeah what okay it's the dragon's fault the kid's a dick i'm uh... yeah because the dragon has poisoned him with dragon gold lust Bowen blood has poisoned himself by like he, this kid is his cult leader like Oh, he can do no wrong. No, the kid was a dick before. It's right there. It, he even tells you. 
I want to go murder those peasants with my dad. No, that's not the honorable way. I don't care about the honorable way. I want to murder peasants. How are you not getting this, Bowen? I love you. <laughs> You're a good little boy. Yeah, anybody that says that parenthood blinds you, <clears throat> a responsibility of a child blind. No, you see that shit. You're like, mm-hmm. look, you murdered a couple of cats, which I'm sure is in this guy's oh, history. Yes, absolutely. Uh, he's around some cats or whatnot. Mm-hmm. and uh, Pull off legs of frogs. Yeah, and, and Bowen's like, look. You got to quit doing that shit. Boys will be boys. Yeah. And he's experimenting with war. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why he's torturing those cats, not because he's a fucking little lunatic. Yeah. Uh, if anybody ever, if I ever see him do bad something, I will blame the thing that saved his life. Like, what is your deal? And the dragon's gone, I guess. Like, he's not there anymore. Yeah, but now the king has a free pass because he's like, it's the dragon blood that's making me kill all these fucking people and enslave them to build my castle to the dragon god. He doesn't say that, though. Later in the film, he says it that has nothing to do with anything. I was always a prick, Bowen. Always. Yeah, but to the peasants, that's what he says. Oh, okay. All right. So it's 12 years later. He's still at it. He's a total dick. Uh, He's still building the castle. He's still got the people enslaved. Um, And... uh, uh, Bowen is on a 12-year dragon hunt. He's chasing dragons around. He's committing genocide to what he says. Like, he goes back and forth like, oh, well, there's cash involved. But that's just to pay for my expenses. I am killing dragons for the pleasure. Well, and as we established during the first part of this podcast, there's probably only like 20-some mm-hmm. dragons. Are you that fucking terrible of a dragon hunter? It takes you 20 some years to kill t- or 12 years to kill 20 some dragons. Dude, it's a small area. It's not like you have to ride around from continent to continent. No, you are in England or wherever the hell you're at. It's a small island. It took you 12 years to kill 20 dragons. Are you some kind of bad dragon hunter? She said. That's he, like six months of dragon. He kills any dragon makes him a pretty good dragon hunter. They're yeah, dragons. dragons are like way tougher than people, Jackie. <laughs> by a lot. No, you put a goat in a trap. He and then the trap door killed... shuts behind him, and they're like, "Oh no, I can't get out!" Like a mouse. <laughs> and then he goes up there and stabs him with a stick. Stupid. Hobbits. If he's killing twenty dragons, if he if he's killing two dragons a year, uh-huh. that's an amazing clip. <laughs> Considering if he kills one dragon at all, he's a hero in like a Beowulf. Right. He's got their number. He puts a pig in a trap, and then when the <laughs> trap falls over the dragon, then he stabs him. It's clearly not what he's doing because we he see his hunting skills, and it's just horseback with a bow and arrow. Which I thought he was going to fall off. I'm not going to lie. I was a little worried for Dennis Quaid here in this scene because I thought he's got this bow. He looks completely awkward, and I'm pretty sure he's going to fall off. Mm-hmm. All right, so back at uh, the prison camp, um, they're jerks. They're, they ride in. They're being jerks. Uh, we find out that the redhead lady that uh, bonked him into a cheese cart grew up to be Dina Meyer. Um, and uh, Dina Meyer in a wig, I believe. And, but uh, she would like to know more. Yeah, right. And uh, they, she's like, hey, guys, what are you doing down here? And the king's like, well, I just rode down here to be a prick. Um, is that your dad? And she's like, yeah. He's he's burnt. He got his eyeballs burned out at some point off screen. I don't know how that really happened, but he's a nice guy. How about you leave him? No, you shot him in the chest. Why did you do that? <laughs> and he says, "Death is release, not punishment." Right. <laughs> he's kind of right because 
the dad's like dying with an arrow in his chest. Yeah. He's like, this is better than pounding rocks blind. <laughs> it really is. Uh, and then the king just rides off. The king, Jason Isaacs, and Brian Thompson just rode down like that was their whole plan. What should you do today, king? And he's like, I think I'm going to shoot that rebel leader in the chest finally. Today's the day. I've got it on my calendar. I have been waiting this whole time. Let's go kill that guy. Well, he wasn't. He was like, what are we going to do today, sir, sire? And he's like, same thing we do every day, you two. We're just going to go down there and fuck with the people that are building this castle. Yeah, our free, our, our slave labor. Let's just, let's, let's try to ruin this whole thing. Later, their descendants would work at Enron. <laughs> boom. Uh, anyway. Boom. Just boom. Take uh, that mic so, and throw it. Don't even yeah, drop it. Yeah, they're just being general uh, <laughs> management that has no skills. Uh, but he's like, we do that every day. It's going to be the same. He's like, no, just every time we come down here, a, pres- a situation will present itself. They're going to be, you know, fucking around in some way. Mm-hmm. We'll be able to figure out what to do. They get down there. He's like, see, she's new. That's okay. Look at this. I can, I can fuck with these two. It all lines up. I told you. Yep. All right. So, uh, Bowen and, uh, his new monk friend, uh, they are at this pond, uh, and, and, uh, the monk is like pretending to be a bard and like, Oh, I will tell the tales of you being a dragon slayer. Meanwhile, sitting on a dragon's head, it's Draco's head. And I don't understand why he's scribbling on the, what he thinks is rocks. What are you doing? He's stabbing his pen in the rocks so that the pen works is dull. Why? Okay, but bigger than that, why is Draco's head shaped like a rock when later it's not? He's able to have dragon camouflage that they don't fully explain in the movie. Okay, it seems like it would have been useful. part of the shot, there's some botched CGI where they did a little bit of a morph from the rock. and It's like one second, but you can see it. I actually backed it up because I like watching animation techniques, but... The rock smooth texture uh, morphs into the dragon scales. It just didn't look great, so they only used like one second of it. Yeah, it seems like he's got dragon flage. That, that's a power that would have been useful, like many times in this film. So, Raffaella didn't want to get out of the checkbook. Yeah, then don't use it at all, Raffaella. It's dumb. Um, okay, so the they wake they wake up Draco. He flies into a cave, and Bowen's like, "I shall kill all of the dragons." So he goes inside this cave, and they banter inside of it, like, "Oh yeah, you're a little dick. No, you're a stupid dragon. I'll get your face." And uh, then Draco flies out, and Bowen throws a bolo at his legs to try to pull him to the earth on horseback. On horseback, he's gonna pull him down. This is uh, early. This is pre one thousand England. Physics is not known to these people. <laughs> I can do it. Weight, mass, momentum, inertia. <laughs> these we, are foreign concepts to Bowen. Yeah, and we know that the horse is a fucking coward because of the last dragon he killed, and the horse like ran off. Mm-hmm. So do you think this horse is going to hang in there for, like, we're going to pull this dragon down to the ground? you and me, bro. No, the horse is like, go fuck yourself. Mm -hmm. If the horse could take out the saddle, he'd be like, you're on your own. 
right and which he does bowen ends up getting dragged off the horse and he's flying through the air and i also like it because like how the stuntman is being pulled through the brush and the the forest it's clear that drago's only flying at about 10 miles an hour which is unsustainable if you're a dragon he would just crash straight to earth at that speed well and also it looks like Dennis Quaid is dragon skiing. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> At the beginning, he's like, woo, because water skiing was big right here. Uh-huh. Look at him. He's dragon skiing. This will get the kids excited. <laughs> yep. Uh, or everyone will go, that sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Well, that and the uh, squire guy. The monk. The monk. Mm-hmm. Can keep up on a jackass. Yeah, the monk rides <laughs> so up on a donkey. So they're not going that fast. Right. Oh, my God. So, uh, eventually, he gets him down to the ground by uh, pinching the rope in a tree, and it pulls Draco down. So, they fight for a while, um, and then uh, Draco says that he's the last dragon. Like, I'm, you killed all my friends. I'm the last of them. And the then he's like, okay, jump into my mouth. Dennis Quaid jumps into his mouth, and now they have a stalemate that takes way too long. And he gets spit on, and then he just, like, casually spits him out. Like, how how is this going to end with you in my mouth? Well, it's going to end with you just doing the thing you should do. Spit me out, you dumb dragon. Yeah, he could have spit him out at any time. And then smashed him with his foot and killed him. Right. But he was like, no, I'm going to let this happen for a while because I kind of like tongue and some ball mm. and some butthole. Okay. I like that mayonnaise. Oh. This is early mayonnaise. For anybody who has listened to us before. Early mayonnaise. For this dragon, yeah. This is the first encounter he's had like this. Early mayonnaise. Well, it's actually Miracle Whip. Because it's a miracle that guy's not dead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm so funny. I want a new job. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, they, they strike a deal. Uh, they're like, okay, well, we could try. We could do this all day, I guess. Even though I'm a dragon, I can just smash you. But I don't. Really, I really, I don't want to kill you. I don't really have a beef with anybody. Um, we probably, you should probably start with like, hey, dragon, what's up? What are you up to? Like, are you cool or not? But instead, you were a jerk, and we're just assuming that we're all fucking Trogdor. Uh, and so they're like, okay, I've got an idea. How about we run the mob's protection racket? Boom. And the dragon's like, who's the mob? I don't care. I'm in. And that's what they do. They run the protection racket. Hey, there's a dragon up there. Village. Villagers. You see him? He's going to like break all your windows in your shops and steal your, your baked goods. And But I will keep him out of here uh, if you pay me. But he will get at least five sheep. He's not going to tell him that. They, they don't. They, as Sam said, they don't have math so they don't even know how to count sheep they're just like yep that looks about the same amount as yesterday (laughs) (laughs) there's no inventory management of sheep in feudal england Mm, okay (laughs) where'd all these corpses of sheep come from i don't know freebies (laughs) yeah the shepherd's out there and he's like honey i made some scrapes in the ground to keep track of the sheep and there seems to be less Sheep and there is scrapes in the ground. And she's like, well, maybe you wandered through your scrapes in the ground again. And he's like, okay, that's probably that's, it. Yeah, even though checks out. that would be the exact opposite of, of math. Mm-hmm. 
Nope. Sounds good. Yep. I don't get what's your what's what's this math thing that I'm saying. Um. Okay. So they're doing that. Uh. Dina Meyer. She's mad because her dad's dead. Uh. And so she tries to assassinate the king. Poorly. Oh my gosh! She wasn't even close on the jump. (laughs) (laughs) Also, get some interesting. I feel failures in the movie making where. Later, we're going to see the plumbing area of the castle, Mm -hmm. and it looks much nicer than this dining hall. Right? (laughs) Like, the dining hall sucks. It does. It totally does. It's small, cramped, and, like, cold and clammy. It looks like the the actual sewer. Um, And I like how they hint that the poor dog that's in this scene right in the face with some food. They're like, (laughs) that dog is sleeping again. Hit him with a chicken. (laughs) Whap. Screw you, dog. Uh, then we never see that dog again. Okay, so uh, he's like, got you. That was the worst assassination temp I've ever even could imagine. Um, I'll put you down in the dungeon. And so she's down there, and then he's like, he comes in, and he's like, so... Uh, well, first he carves their names on the scaffolding to the top part of his castle. Oh, I missed that. Well, he's got his little knife and he's throwing it down onto the scaffold. I thought he was just doing like, I'm frustrated. Ugh. I don't know. That's what I think he was oh, doing up carving there. Carving their names. Carving their initials into the scaffolding. Yeah, because he seems quite taken by her. Like, eh, you know, the murder thing, the assassination of the king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're trying to lead a rebellion. I get it. I get it. But man, I sure do like the way you smell. Maybe yeah, we he's like, up. I remember you. And she's like, and I remember you, and I'm really disappointed in myself right now because I couldn't kill you, and a cheese cart almost did. Yeah, you're the one that caused me to die. Huh. That's I forgot about that. Good times. Remember those? Those are the good old days. Yeah. I mean, it took me a second because you didn't have the bucket on your head, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but- I I see it now. I, (laughs) I can remember the smell of you. Lavender. Yes. So after he visits her in the dungeon, he like jump cuts to her being in his room, like and free, not chained up at all. Yeah. He's like, all right, I remember you come up to my room and stab my room that is full of knives just laying around. Right. She stabs him. She just got imprisoned. For trying to assassinate the king, and he's like, "Come up into my knife room. Let's let's get to know each other." You got two options: either you stab me or I stab you. Oh. Okay, you've chosen option A. Ow! <laughs> Ow! Duh. Well, at the same time, poor Draco is getting stabbed right before we learn his uh-huh. proper dragon name. Right. So we never learn it. Um, he yeah. Right, his his actual dragon language name we never learn. Uh, wouldn't have mattered much to me. Um, so they've got voodoo because he's got half his heart. The like, if you stab one, the other feels it too. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. What would have been the dumbest thing you've ever heard in your life if you didn't get stabbed and the filmmakers weren't able to like dance right out of dragon language, right? Because if that doesn't happen, then he's like, in my native tongue, my name is. <laughs> you're like, Smith. you're you're right. I can't pronounce that. It also sucks. Well, and they, he can feel it when he gets stabbed. Does he feel it when he has the business? Uh, and then he just kind of squirts poor uh, no Dennis Quaid no, in the face. No, come on. This is a this is a children's movie, Jackie. Too far. 
Is it though? I don't know. Um, all right, so he's 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 there laying with the knife in him, and he's like, "I did not think that you would do that." I, man, the the mystery of women. Am I right? You know, who yeah. can figure these guys out? Uh, he's like, "But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll make you a deal. If you can pity me, I will give you a throne. You can be my wife." What? What the? That's the kind of marriage bulls I was waiting for. Like, look, if, if if you pity me, I will give you my income and you can do whatever you want. <sighs> as long as you drop out a few kids along the way. <sighs> He's like, yeah, you just stabbed me. You're probably going to try it again. But I like feisty women. You want to get married? And she's like, I'm going to stab you. Like, is this a yes or a no? What? I, I, I figure you're going to stab what me. El- but do you want to get married? What if you feel sorry for me, though? She's like, no, I still want to stab you. Oh, dang it. I really want somebody to feel sorry for me. Um, all right. And then the mom comes in, the the queen's regent, and uh, she helps her escape. She's like, hey, you want to get out of here? And Dina Meyer's like, oh, yes, let's go. Okay, you can escape through the sewer and the plumbing area. And she brings her down there, and Dina Meyer's like, this is so much nicer than the rest of the castle. It's really weird. It's really weird. Uh, so, anyways, um, we're gonna move a little fast here. Um, they're running the the dragon and Bowen are running their protection gambit, and they go to actually Dina Meyer's village, and uh, they don't want to pay the dragon protection cost, and they're like, "Take Dina Meyer," and she's like, "But wait, I thought we I thought it was cool," and they're like, "No, get out of here." And uh, so Draco grabs her, takes her to this little pond area, and she's like man you are one cool dragon he's like dude you're a pretty cool chick too let's be friends and so now they're friends and bowen rides up and he's like dude what is she doing here and draco's like um she's my new bff and they're like eh, okay fine she can join our little uh oh no troop. oh no dennis quaid gets jealous oh yeah of dina hmm. he's like you can only have one best friend and it's me and then the dragon's like look i can do multiple best friends <laughs> and your sean connery is you're pulling a Nick Cage here. It's slowly getting very bad. Oh, well, that's why I didn't do it at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. So Dina Meyer's like, hey, um, I don't like the king and I am all about rebellion. You've got a dragon. How about we kill that king guy? And he's like, dude, I am good with the protection racket thing. I don't really care about kings and stuff, um, even though I that at some point I didn't want to be friends with that King anymore, even though I love him and I still haven't been really fully convinced that he's a dick. I'm not really sure about my character motivations. Um, and, uh, but they go to this other protection or uh, village to do protection racket. It doesn't work. They shoot the arrow at Draco and he lands in the lake like he's supposed to, but it's actually just a river and he's in mud. So he can't get out. Yeah. Didn't check the depth. Yep. So the peasants are like, meat, 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 <laughs> and they're going to eat that dragon. <laughs> you know, in their defense, I probably would have eaten him too. And Draco's like, what the hell else do you do with a dragon after you slay it? Uh, it's a lot of meat. Yeah. I don't know. Can you eat dragon meat? I don't know. It's never really been delved into really. Well, they're not real. That's probably oh, I why. Mean, like, in I would imagine you eat the dragon. Like, I mean, did the uh, Targaryens eat their dragons after they were dead? They made jerky and sold it on mm, the Hawaiian Islands. Jerky, spicy. Yeah. A little ter- Fire hot. A little teriyaki, hot pepper. 
fire hot dragon. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, Draco's like, no, you're not going to eat me. I'm out of here. And he flies off. And then the villagers are like, human meat. <laughs> and they want to eat Bowen and Dina Meyer. And the priest is <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, the monk too. Human meat. They're like, oh boy. The dragon comes and grabs them and flies them off. Oh, he flies them to Avalon where King Arthur is buried. I also like the horse legs in yeah. this shot. Yeah. Like the horse is like, oh my God. I had written down that I was struggling at 26 minutes. At 55 minutes, I am completely avoiding. I am trying not to check completely out on the movie. When they get to Avalon, it is just images and sound passing mm-hmm. past my eyes and ears. Yeah. I, I checked out pretty hard a few times. Um, I'll, I'll be brief here. The base, the basic thing that we learn is that Drago is like, yeah, so I gave, here's how dragons work. Um, I'm the last, but it's not like I'm the last one to ever die or anything like that. And so we have dragon heaven, but the only way to get into dragon heaven is to, um, like be nice. And so mankind. Yeah. And I wasn't very at first, but then I was like, wow, I really want to get into dragon heaven. So for my last like hurrah, I stuffed a bit of my heart into a little dick and I thought he was going to be cool. And turns out he was just a little dick. And Bowen's like, it was you this whole time. I knew it. And Draco's like, dude, seriously, you need to get over that kid. He is and was a dick. All right. Yeah, I guess you're right. Because then King Arthur tells Bowen, hey, do your night stuff. The old ways. Stay to your vows. Be cool and stuff. Saith your king. Right, and then the dragon shows up out of the shadow, and he's like, you just did that to me on purpose, you fucking dragon. That was not King Arthur. You just manipulated me. <laughs> I'm not joining your goddamn quest now. Whereas Dina and the monk have already taken off. They're they're ready to start the revolution because they have the dragon. Yeah. Yeah, Drago's like, I'll burn some shit down. I'm, I'm you know, I'm kind of done with this protection racket. What am I going to do anyways? Like, I get sheep. I could just eat the sheep anyways. Like, I don't need to run this protection racket. And he says that he's tired of living because he's the only dragon left. Yeah. I'll I'll burn down some castles and some kings. But he's very Catholic, and he knows that if he commits Harry Carey, he's never getting up That's to right. that stargazer. That's right. Yeah. So uh, they all ride to the village, and they tell the peasants it's wartime, and the peasants are like, okay, well, we aren't good, and so we got to have a training montage. But they only train for a day. Did you notice that? <laughs> Well, they don't need to train for more than a day. Have you seen these other guys? Yeah, right. Also, is this a war or a minor skirmish? There's about 37 people on either side. True, true. <laughs> it's not exactly Braveheart. Um, all right, so... Uh, exactly, there were no wieners in this next shot. Right, okay. So they attack, and uh, they're immediately chased into the woods, the peasants. But that's the plan. They've got... Uh, uh, nothing they've got nothing in this wooded thing they're like we're gonna trap them with fire Mm -hmm. uh the three guys we've got with arrows up above them are supposed to pick them off but the one guy is a dud the monk is a dud no he kills a few guys no the monk's the best art the finest archer ever he picks up a bow and he can hit anything he's like robin hood yeah yeah he shoots that guy in the butt just so he can say turn the other cheek (laughs) 
God, my Christian humor. Oh, man. I should take this on the road. You didn't hit me in the cheek. You hit me in the asshole. (laughs) I'm going to die slowly. I think he hit him, like, right in the tailbone. Like, right above the butthole. Like, that's even worse. I don't know if it's worse. Extended butthole. Yeah, but, like... Extended butt crack, excuse me. You don't want to get a shank in a bone. Like, you can't get that arrow out if it goes into bone. It's there forever. And then when they have sex later, they're like... Please don't touch my I shank. Have sex later. They, the dead guy. He's not dead. He's the just dead got guys, hit in the coxes. That's what happens at the battle. Yeah. They all the dead people get up and it's a bony bone down. <laughs> Skeletons getting loose. Yep. This is what happens if you take a Jackie going, joke and run with it. Yeah, and I mean the town widows <sighs> out there. She's like, oh my god, okay, they've got, they got boner or dead people boner wiener. I'm gonna go out and ride my rides. She's like, ride number one. Woo! Ride number two. She's like the loop-de-loop over there where they were kind of <laughs> double penetration. Because <laughs> one was draped across the tree. <laughs> well, I guess you can just drag them around and sort them out however you want, right? <laughs> you can just drag them. Dragon. Dragon. Okay. Dragon. You can't get the ones with the, with the scorched wieners. All right, we're going to move on from the orgy of the dead. Shout out uh, to the uh, battle. Edward. I would say uh, this is one of my notes that I have to share was the battle is lost mm-hmm. and boring. Right. Yeah. Could you like was anything in this fight scene exciting? No, not no. in the least. Yeah. Like yeah, it's one of the worst choreographed big fight I mean, it's 30 on 30, but let's be frank, you know, you shoot it so that it looks like a lot more people. You know? Sure. Uh, but uh, they didn't uh, do that. At some point, Pete Postalway, the uh, monk, shoots David Thulis, the king. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's either heart. penetrating his heart or his lung. Yeah. I, and he just pulls the arrow out, which is what you're not supposed to do. But Draco drops from the sky. Yeah. Because they shared the pain. They're the Corsican brothers. One's a king, one's a dragon. Doesn't make any sense. That's fine. Either way, this kid was almost pulled by a, killed by a cheese cart. It's true. But now he pulls out what is definitely a mortal wound with an arrow and is like, I'm fine. He's then seen using the arrow that should have killed him to whack his horse to make <laughs> it go faster. See, I think I think it's implied that the arrow hit the dragon heart. So he's okay, but then why did he need the dragon heart to begin with if you can and just... And then how would the end work if that was the case? He, all right, good job. Yeah, no, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Because um, he's not even phased by it. So back at the castle, they've uh, chained up Draco. Uh, he fell to the ground and they just lashed him like he was Gulliver. And uh, the queen mother, she comes down and visits Draco and he's like, kill me. And she's like, that's what I was trying to do. I want to kill my son because he's a little dick. Um, and the only way I can do that is to kill you. And he's like, go for it. So she goes to do it. But then the king stops her and takes her into the back room and murders his mother off screen. Well, she walks away like, you're not going to do shit to me. Yeah, she's just like, okay, you little fucker. I'll go back up to my tower. Yeah, she's like, I know I've been naughty. I'll just go get myself a cheese plate and take it back up to a hot bath. <laughs> He's like, cheese plate, die. Nobody <laughs> talks about cheese around me. You can't have any cheese. The cheese is on short supply right now. You must die. I think you're 
not short supply. It's a it's a murder weapon to him, Jackie. He's, he's got a yeah, irrational like, fear oh, of cheese. Oh, God damn it! I totally missed when that. he was murdered cheese by cheese. Cart? <laughs> yeah. oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, so then uh, the trio. They sneak into the king's bedroom, and uh, Bowen fights the king, who's just chilling out, waiting for him, I guess. Uh, yeah. He's, like, sexy timing it on the mm-hmm. bed. Like, mm-hmm. hey, guys, knew you guys were coming. Uh, welcome. Yeah, let's fight. So they start tussling. Uh, Tina Meyer ends up killing uh, Brian Thompson. And the monk killed Jason Isaacs? I don't really even care. Somebody killed Jason Isaacs. I can't remember yeah. how Jason Isaacs dies fairly indignantly. Yeah. His character was pretty indignant. Like also like Jason Isaacs, huh? You going to use him? Nope. They didn't use him. Um, all right. So then the King, uh, he's up on top of the tower fighting Bowen. He falls 10 stories through, uh, portcullis into the sewer and dies. Nope. He's fine. He can't fall 10 stories. I don't care what you land. Nope. In. He went through two by sixes. Yeah. You fall in jail, you're going to die. Ten stories? Come on. Yeah. Uh, So Draco's like, okay, well, you better kill me now because Bowen's, or I mean, because the king's not dead. And Bowen's like, no, he's dead. He fell ten stories. Dragon's like, no, he's still good. Um, But Bowen's like, I can't kill you, bro. You're my bro. And um, king comes up. He attacks. He grabs Dina Meyer for a little bit, and then she gets away. And but he's like, "I'm gonna kill you, Bowen. Run at you." And Draco's like, "Now's the time. I'm lifting up my scale at you. Hit me right here." And he does, and it kills both of them. Yeah, that was after like they had a little talk about what would happen next, and Draco's like, "Well, have you thought about representative democracy?" And then he's like, "I don't even get math." <laughs> How many sheep are left? <laughs> so then Draco, he's dead, and he turns into sparkles and flies into the sky. And then, just in this point in the movie where I'm like, well, which star is he? It blinks. Well, I think there's something bigger than that. When he flies up into the sky, he becomes part of the constellation, this dragon that they talk about earlier. But the stars, like, swirl around him and then form a supernova and explode into a bazillion explode. other stars. And then... That's hyperdrive, sir shrink up into a, a different path. Like they just, it's the same created and destroyed like 10 million galaxies. And also like 10 drunk sailors got lost right then. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, what do you do with a drunken sailor? <laughs> that's how, uh, that's how they discovered America, Sam. They were looking for India. Fair enough. You know, the uh, Indian passage and, uh, Whoa. Hey, Columbus was like, I swear to God, like all the stars like exploded and swirled around. I couldn't tell where I was going. And they're like, how much did you have to drink? He's like, a lot, Mm -hmm. a lot. Okay. All right. So here we are. Well, don't forget to mention at the very end, they say, and when times were dark, Mm -hmm. we would look to the sky, but only those people who knew where the dragon star was, the rest of you fuck off and just believe the rest of us. Yeah, he he would burn brighter. The star would burn brighter. I, thus, I guess. Inali- I'll- 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 or, uh, alienating, destroying all the planets around its orbit. <laughs> you can't have a star suddenly shine brighter. Jesus. Yeah. Also, in a movie that has to budget 
how much screen time the dragon gets in its main selling point, a dragon on screen. You spend money on that bullshit? Right. Yeah. A, sparkles. B, supernova of stars. Like, come on, man. That was that was dumb. That was a bad choice, Dina. Uh, Dina. Uh, Raphael. Okay, who's got questions? I do first. They made five of these? They made five of these. What? I thought they only made two. No, there's five of them. Rafaela made a sequel to Backdraft. Why the fuck wouldn't she make five of these? Well, because the last dragon just died. Right? What's it about? I mean, which is it leads to a very important question. If they made five of these, not to mention one of them, 2020. This shit is still going on. They might make a sixth of them. Um, if they made five of them and he's the last dragon and Sean Connery is not in him. I looked at the, uh, the, the casts. Um, the only names I could, uh, pull out of the sky was, uh, Sir Patrick Stewart was in one of them. He was a character named Drago, not Draco. And, uh, yeah. Helena bottom Carter was in the newest one. Um, yeah. How she's fallen or has she, I don't know. I Anyways, don't know. I- so there's other dragons. Still. Yes. So I did watch the second one. Okay. Over at my parents' house. And this dragon came from an egg that they found mm. de- buried yeah. deep in the lava cave. Mm-hmm. And it's really naive dragon. It's, <laughs> it's been raised by the monks. It's it, it has, sheltered. Yeah. It's a sheltered dragon. It's been homeschooled. <laughs> so it hasn't been able to go out there and experience the world. <laughs> Wait till it hears Zep. Yeah, uh, he's not going to hear Zep. His parents are going to keep him in this fucking hole forever. I never knew. And he's not very big. I mean, he's like a very adolescent kind of dragon. Mm-hmm. He is no Draco, that's for sure. He's like half the size of Draco. He, they get his whole body on the screen without having a, a very big space. So was it like How to Train Your Dragon then? Kind of. It oh was like, God. look, dude, they're fucking coming for you. You need to learn how to blow some fire or you're going to fucking die. And the dragon's like... I can't kill any red. And it's got a British accent. This dragon is definitely not not going to survive. <laughs> He's going to be cold. I thought I watched the third one with you, Jackie, when Justin fell asleep. That was the one where the girl has like the dragon heart, which means that there's another dragon born or something like they just come up with the most poppycock ways of like, oh, there's another dragon. Yep. Yeah. It's like it's back. This one was found in a necklace. Oh my gosh! These you got to sound... say it like that too, Nicholas. Okay. So that it sounds more, you know. I don't think I have to actually. Dragon-like, Nicholas. You can tell me what to do. It doesn't mean I have to do it. There is a dragon in my Nicholas. Um, How much have you been drinking at the pub, sir, Nicholas? <laughs> it's got dragon heart in it. All right, who's guy else got a question, Sam? Do they only go back and forth from the village to the castle <laughs> through the whole movie? And I think the answer is yes. Uh, I think no. The meat, the meat place the meat was was a different place. So it's yeah. like these three places that mm-hmm. they go to, and they've got that one villainous shit bag that is somebody famous. Hmm? Um, the brown haired guy who has the pine cone on his head. That's Jason Isaacs. Yeah, yeah. That guy. No, he's at the castle. Yeah, no, but he's he's also in the first village that he dupes right because, and this is what I don't get. Is that no? He's not. No, he is there when he slays his first dragon, yes. the last female dragon. That's not in the village. And he goes, "Well, you're a fucking 
immigrant, so get out of here. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, no, you know who this guy is because you were there when he fucking knocked the king off the horse That's at the correct. slave camp. Yeah. And he's like, no, you're an immigrant. I'm not, I don't have to pay you. So then he comes back and he's like, oh, it looks like you got another dragon problem. They're like rats. And he's like, okay, I'm going to pay you in advance. And then he's got this sweet pinecone hat on. And he's like, I'm going to go out and fight the peasants that you have rallied up against us. And then he gets it in the tunnel. But that guy was somebody. I don't Jason know where I'm going with this. Isaacs. I like that guy. I oh think he was God. in Harry yeah, Potter. Jason, Jason Isaacs is most notably not Timothy Dalton. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's who she's thinking of. Uh. And it sucks because his career has been better than Timothy Dalton's. <laughs> even though I really like both of them. I really like Timothy Dalton. Um. So on Jackie's train, like where Jason Isaacs doesn't recognize Bowen, um, how does Bowen not recognize Draco? Like, hey, they, they, at the beginning, the king is dying and they take him to a dragon cave where they've got it established that they know that dragons can save the lives of humans somehow, whether it's after they die or while they're still alive. That's left to be determined by the lack of uh, continuity in this movie. Um, but like they've already got an established relationship. And then 12 years later, they both completely forget each other. Like, even if Draco's like, well, I don't want you to know that I know you because I seriously had a long conversation with you about saving a kid's life one time. And it's been like my whole, I put half my heart inside of that kid. It was kind of a big deal, a big day for me. Um, But I totally forgot about you. Even if that's the case, um, Bowen should be like, boy, that's a very distinctive voice that this dragon has. You sound like somebody I've I've talked to before. You are the only Scottish sounding dragon yeah, I have found yeah, lately. We're... Uh I've been looking for you. What the heck? Not less that he was like, I'm pretty sure that dragon went undercover and is in witness dragon protection program and he's changed his accent and now he's living in the suburbs of Florida oh, hunting alligators. The, these <laughs> these two are dumb dumbs. Like they both life goals like this is the pinnacle of my life was this one day. And I completely forgot about it. Well, you know, but it the way that they shot that that scene, it kind of seemed like Draco stayed in the shadows or in the volcanic mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever. Right. Mist, whatever. Right. Um, so maybe he didn't really get a good look at him. Bowen didn't get a good look at the dragon, no, but he heard him for a lot of words and then swore vengeance against him. How will I ever find you outside of your very recognizable dragon voice? It doesn't work. Every dragon speaks Scottish. You cannot defend it. Maybe every dragon is Sean Connery. Uh, Yeah, we didn't hear anybody else talk, but uh, it's really stupid. We only got to know that last dragon that he killed. Yeah, I'm going to assume that not all dragons are Sean Connery, as evidenced by films two, three, four, and 5 that Sean Connery does not appear in. Uh, Yeah, the second film, I believe the kid is American. Okay. The dragon is American dragon. All right, doesn't line up. Anybody else got any other questions before we wrap up? No. Okay. Do's and don'ts. Uh, I'll go first. Don't. I didn't like it. I don't like it at all. Uh, I was bored. Uh, I thought it was tedious. It's incredibly stupid. And uh, the only fun, zany thing that happened was when the king got killed in the beginning. After that, I was pretty much done with it. Sam. 
through my life, I've always been like, oh, Dragonheart, you've seen it. Is that any? And people are just like, eh, no, meh. Those are the, that's what you get when a casual movie viewer reviews Dragonheart is like, eh. I'm going to disagree with you. If you look up on IMDb, it's got a 6.5 user rating. How is that possible? Oh, no. That's no, not no, no, that's not territory. a casual, that, those are not casual movie okay, viewers. Right. Those are dragon <laughs> and but like if you like your friends or whatever like when we live with dave i was like dave you've seen dragon heart is that and he's like i didn't know meh meh and so i just never bothered watching Mm -hmm. it and i'm going to say so much of a don't that if you've never seen this film i'm going to give you what i wished i would have done and just passed forever on it yeah i'm with you okay jacks last to you in my defense, the very first time I saw this movie, I was butt fucking drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was over at my parents' house. It was late night. Uh, but my nine year, our nine year old son also watched this movie. And we asked him today, do you want to watch it with us again? And he's like, no, it's super boring. He said it was crummy. <laughs> crummy. And so <laughs> watching it sober, I, I was like, oh, God, they're. Sam and Justin are going to fucking kill me. This is such a shit show. And although I thought the dragon looked pretty good, it is a very draggy story and it doesn't make a lot of sense. And it's really dumb. And it's kind of dumb. And I, even though it's spurred on more films, I'm going to give it a don't. Just don't. It, yeah. it was. And even the second one is even worse. Yes, I bet. Um, But it is riffable. With your friends, if you're looking for something like let's get really stoned or let's get really drunk and mm-hmm. watch a movie together and riff it, this is a good one for that. Especially when halfway through the movie, Dennis Quaid starts calling Kara, Carol. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> he can't remember the the name. So he's like, Carol, Carol. Because he's pretty sure that this is a Corelco movie. Yeah. A Carolco. They're like, <laughs> and then the him. next scene that he has to say her name is like, Kara, Kara. I'm like, wow, you did it so convincingly the first time around that they didn't even bother to correct you. They're like, her name is not Carol, but we're going to go with it because we've already used the film. That's the kind of movie this is, and I I can't recommend it either. Thank God that they didn't hook up. Like, like could you... It, that was the one thing that this film did right, is that Dina Meyer and Dennis Quaid didn't have some weird... You know, like, oh, well, we've got to have, you know, romance inside of this movie. So let's have a midlife man hook up with a 22-year-old lady. But they Blech. did because they ruled the kingdom together and it doesn't had children. Say that. Yes, they did. They did that in at the, the end of it. They didn't say that at the end of this. No, there was a scroll at the end. Yeah. Oh, I turned it off before the scroll. Oh, no. Yeah, so they did get married. They did That's have kids. Horrible. And then the next movie is... <laughs> Him as an old man. Oh, no. And his heirs with her. Oh, grody. I mean, I guess it lines up with feudal England, but still. And I, yeah. At least it wasn't on screen. Poor Dina ah. Meyer. Yeah. Of course, Dina Meyer probably would have been like, Dennis Quaid, he's dreamy. Would you like yeah. to know more? Pete Postal. Pete Postalway did grab her boob on screen. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and then when he jumped on the horse, and they couldn't, they didn't have any other shots. They ADR'd him so apologizing. they just ADR'd him going, oh, I'm sorry. Right? Oh, that was that was amazing. Uh, I can't believe we didn't talk about that when it <laughs> happened. Um, I just kind of wanted to skip over that movie. Uh, anyways, all right. Uh, next week will be my pick. 
Um, no, I did the Terror Within last. Sam, it's your pick. I think I said what my pick was last week. Mm, if good. we were, we couldn't, but I can't remember. Awesome. I feel like I'm picking a Scoopy, a, a Spooky. Though. Okay. Yeah, no, pick yeah. a Spooky it's one. Halloween time. Let's do that. Okay, guys, have a good week. Get to the chopper.